Alright guys, welcome to another episode of What's My Line, coming to you live, we're taped really, from the CMCBC studios in North Hollywood, California, and today I am joined by, uh, you know, an okay person, I guess, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joined by my uh, my best friend, sister, and my, you know, screw it, she's my friend too, Ashlyn Riley. Hello, and I'm more than okay, I hope, jeez. Oh no, you're you're awesome. I just I'm just kidding around, Jesus. Yeah. You're definitely okay. <laughs> you're definitely just more than my best friend's sister. You're my friend too, so it's it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, what's yeah. up, man? How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm surviving this heat and travel. So you know, I, you're, just, you're still stuck in that Texas heat. That's crazy. Yeah. So jealous that you're in California living the life. You know, I saw this meme on Facebook that said, like, uh, first day of fall, but it's Texas, so it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, or, like, uh, not applicable in Texas or something. I don't know. I've seen several of those, too. Which is crazy. Yeah, first day of fall was yesterday, and it's, like, still 100 and something degrees here. Ah, sucks to be you, right? <laughs> Too much. Well, I mean, you're, you're traveling all over the place, so you're not going to be there too much longer. That's true, and we're about to do a lot of training in uh, New England, so I'll be probably in blizzards here soon, so that'll be interesting. Ooh, blizzard. Do you have uh, some sweater weather? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm going to Vermont on Monday, so I'm hoping it'll be a nice break from this weather. Probably actually have to buy a jacket or something, you know. Well, like and like like I was telling you earlier, you got to check out some bed and breakfasts when you're in Vermont. Don't just just go to Ben and Jerry's. Well, I can't go to Ben and Jerry's again. That's lame. I've already been there. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe I'll like find something with the spa. That sounds fun. Yeah, spa's always good. You asked you mentioned you're traveling. What are you what are you traveling for? What's uh what do you do? What's what do people want to know? What do you do? Man, what do I do? So I guess by trade, I'm a therapist and I still do that on the side, but for work, I work for a company and we own methadone clinics. So folks that are struggling with this whole opioid epidemic, you know. We own clinics to help them with that. And I go into the clinics around the country and I train other counselors on how to be counselors, I guess, you know, um, what they need to do for their job, how to better help the people, how to use the systems, you know, all that, all that jazz. And it's cool because we have clinics in like 30 something states and Canada um, I won't get to travel to Canada, but I'll get to travel all over. So that's been, been neat. How long have you been doing this for? Uh, since January. So not that long, but I've already gone to several places I've never been to before. Uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, went to Utah. So that's pretty cool. Going all over what's the place. Your, what's your favorite place to go to? Oh, Salt Lake City for sure. That place Really? Is- Yeah, it's so beautiful there. Like, I've, you know, we lived in Ohio growing up, and we used to go to Tennessee a lot as kids and hike in the mountains, but it was different going to Salt Lake City. You literally land in the airport, and there's just a mountain right there. 
it's nothing like I've ever seen before. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah, I've had some. I've never actually explored Salt Lake, but I have. I've had some layovers at the airport, so it's just nice kind of seeing. Like when I was stuck at the airport, to see, oh, there's a mountain there. That's nice. Nice to look yeah. at. Yeah, you don't get that in Texas. <laughs> well, really, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess most of the places I've been or lived in my life, I've never seen something like that. So it was cool. So you grew up in Ohio. When did you guys come to Texas? I was 16 when we moved to Texas, so right in the middle of high school for me. So like sophomore year or like junior after so- year? After sophomore year, right before junior year. So half in Ohio and then the rest in good old Louisville, Texas. Oh, Louisville. Yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you had to be moved like during high school. I always, always liked it, like, if you're in high school, like, to do the whole four years of all of your classmates instead of just, like, moving right in the middle of that. Yeah, especially because, like, we went to Catholic school, so we went to schools that were very tiny, and I practically knew these people since kindergarten. So, but, you know, I guess people who are truly your friends, right? Like, I still talk to my friend Melissa. We've been friends since kindergarten, so... You know, it doesn't matter where we live, I guess. We we still have stayed in touch and remained friends, so that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's the, kind of the great thing about social media today, where it's like mm-hmm. there's no excuse to not stay in touch with people that you're friends with. Like yeah. when um, I had someone told me today they're about to go to the high school reunion, but they're not sure if they want to go. And I was telling them, like, well, look, you have social media now. You're like, You don't have to wait 10 years to reconnect with an old friend. Like... Hop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever new social media devices out there and just connect with them that way. You don't have to go to a reunion, pay 50 bucks to have, like, what, two drink tickets and just kind of, like, mingle and be, oh, hey, how's it going? How, how have you been? What have you been up to? Like, no, just hop on, <laughs> hop on something and yeah. just message them. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if high school reunions will eventually just go away. You know? Have you ever been to one? I've never been to mine. I didn't go to mine, actually. Um, yeah. Eh. And no offense to any of my people who went to high school or listening to this, I just, yeah, I just, I just didn't see the, the point. Because, again, like I can, if I really wanted to, I'll, I'll message somebody and be like, hey, what are you doing? But how's, how's life? Do you want to hang out? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And plus, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to spend money to, 50, like, like fifty bucks or something to like go dr- have like two drink tickets, and just kind of like mingle around the chilies like, no. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll spend less money to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. So I take it you didn't go to yours as well? No, I mean, I guess, again, too, like, because I moved, like, the people I actually graduated with, I feel like I was friends with more people that were younger than me after I moved to Texas. So, I don't know. Plus, the people I wanted to stay in contact with, I did. So, there's no need to, like yeah, you said, exactly. go and spend money and hang out and you know i hate small talk too like that's my oh i hate it so much so i'm not gonna be like hey how's your 12 children like i don't care <laughs> it's funny too because they they when you when they ask you that they know they know you don't care and yeah it's like we're just making small talk we both we both don't want to do this let's, let's let's just move on here right which is so interesting why humans do that 
you know, like that stuff that fascinates me of like, we, we all know that we hate small talk. So why are we sitting here doing it? Like, what are we hoping will change that we'll just have like some deep bonding moment? I don't know. Uh, you tell me you're, you're the strength, right? <laughs> I don't uh, Hey, I don't know. I guess everyone's different. I guess some people like small talk. They just like talking. So if that means that they can just sit and shoot the shit about the weather or their children, I guess they will. You see the random guy who's like, oh, hey, how's the weather, Barbara? Oh, my children are doing fantastic. We're starting elementary school tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's funny because, like, every time I go to a new clinic, obviously these people don't necessarily know who I am. They know who I am, but not really. And they always talk to me about the weather. Like, what do you think about the weather here? And most of the time I'm like, oh, it's great because it's not 100 degrees. But also, like, why? What? Okay. It is always funny how that's how that's just the start. Like, oh, how's the weather? It's like, yeah. yeah. That's a lazy way to start small talk. Yeah. But, we, but we all do it. So I yeah. know. Yeah, we're creatures of habit. So after high high school, you go to UNT, where is where I guess technically where we met. Like it's so it's so weird. Like we, I'm sure I'm almost positive we've met before we actually like met because we have so many friends in common and probably went to the same parties too. Like when I met your brother, was like, oh, this is my sister. I'm like, oh wow, we have like. 70s so friends in common <laughs> right and didn't you say that you saw some of my pictures on facebook and you're like oh my god i was at that party yeah exactly yeah that's so crazy so crazy it's such a small world it is no god it really is i you know you cannot believe how many people from like dfw have met in california or something like that yeah. So, oh, I'm, I'm from Frisco. Do you know where that is? Yes, I know. Where, I know where Frisco is. I went to school in uh, in Denton. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. How did you end up in Denton? Is it? I feel like if I if I grew up in Austin, I probably would have stayed there. I don't know. Oh, oh that's a story for another day. But I will just give you the the, the I'll give you the cliff notes version okay. of. Um, I like. I grew up in Austin my entire life. I wanted to see what else was out there, and yeah. I just. Made my inch three hours up to <laughs> up to Denton, and then yeah, yeah. But Denton's awesome. I mean, I guess not necessarily living here now as an adult, but going to college here was amazing. Oh no, yeah, it was voted what best small town of America six years ago. Yeah, makes sense. So you go to Denton for we were there for four years or five years? Uh, it was like four and a half. Uh, yeah, something around. I did not graduate on time, that's for sure. Uh, there's no stuff to go to for everybody. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went, I think it was like four and a half years. And then about a year after I graduated, that's how I ended up in Austin. Why Austin? Uh, I don't know. So, our friend Skylar, she lived there. And I went to go visit her because she had recently moved there. And I I had never been before, didn't know what to expect. And honestly, the few times I had driven through Austin to, like, go to San Antonio, I was like, F this place. There's too much traffic. Seems crazy. But then I go and I actually visit. And I was like, oh, man, I love it. I'm weird. I'd fit in here. So 
it was like this chain of events that happened then. I was like, okay, I want to live here because I, at the time I was living at home, you know, fresh out of college, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life and started looking for jobs in Austin. And within like less than a month, I had gotten a job and moved there. So, what was the job doing what? Uh, I worked in a homeless shelter just doing case management stuff, helping folks find home, uh, housing. And I was there for almost four years. Um, was there through grad school. Um, yeah. Did you, go, did you go to grad school at Austin, or is it like... Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, so is UT? No, I went to uh, South University, so they have... Um, it was like a satellite campus. Their main campus is in Savannah, Georgia. But they own, like, the art institutes and stuff, too. So this was just, like, a small campus that they had just opened in Austin. I was, like, I was the first graduating class from that school, that campus in Austin. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. So you, you stay in Austin, and then you eventually leave Austin. I always want to know, why would you leave Austin? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the dilemma, right? So... <laughs> Uh, I was in a job and, you know, for folks listening, I won't give too much information, but if they know me, they know what was up, but I was at a job that was very toxic and very, you know, just like one of those things that like wore me down a lot. And I was working towards getting my licensure, which is a step you have to do when you're a counselor to be able to practice on your own and to like, you know, be fully capable of doing all of the stuff, you know. And then I was in a relationship, a long-term relationship that was kind of ending. So there's a lot of changes coming at once. And, you know, there's something about wanting to go home that feels comforting and feels safe. And so I did. And here I am. So. It's always good to go back yeah. That phrase is like, uh, oh, God, what is that That little slogan? Like, oh, you can never go home again? No, that's not true. You can always go home again. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think, yeah, you can always go home. Even if it's not a forever thing. It doesn't have to be a forever thing just because you go back. And, you know, that's kind of where I am of debating what I want to do next. Because I've quickly learned that career-wise, I'm not going to be able to like reach my goals here. DFW is very, very different than Austin was. So there's, there's thought about moving back or Austin or, or, or elsewhere. I think Austin, I don't know. I think that's what's hard because Austin feels very comfortable, right? Like I spent seven, more than seven years of my life there and really that's where I had a career and really built my career. And so it it's, feels easy to want to just go back and kind of jump back into that. But then it's like, I also have this opportunity where I could just do something else because who knows, I could build a career and a life somewhere else. So I don't know. Being an adult is hard. Yeah, <laughs> Making yeah. those decisions. Wish somebody hard. would have told us that kids that being an adult was hard. I'm sure someone did, but I wish we listened. No, I think people were like, no, being an adult is awesome. They lied. They, they <laughs> lied. You know, it's crazy. Like, after 
we all fall into this trap like after we graduate we just kind of like okay what do we do now like mm-hmm. it's just that struggle from that that post-grad life to kind of figure out what to do next is always it's it's the struggles i and i still feel it today too like i keep wondering oh what do i want to do now what's what's next what's next and just like said screw it i'll move to california and i'll find what's next there yeah yeah so you've you've known that you wanted to live there for a while or a long time right like and you yeah, have yeah. It's always it's always been the back burner, and then I always, but I always was like thinking like, okay, I graduated, I should probably you know get a job, um, find a relationship, get married, have kids. You kind of fall into that trap of like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Whether as like, it was it wasn't what I wanted to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do? Like, what would be, like, a oh, dream you're, job? You're, you're strange right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just my, my, my goal is just to do acting. And, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the perfect city for it. I'm just putting myself out there. And I'm, I can't tell, I can't say on air what I'm doing because uh, NDAs and stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's, been, it's been successful when I'm finally, like, applying myself and, really just motivated myself to go out and do things it's it's coming it's coming all it's coming all together yeah i mean it sounds like it from the little bit that you told me that's awesome i know you'll do great out there yeah and hey for you it's awesome you should come to la one of these days Mm -hmm. and show you guys around the city yeah yeah you know it's crazy i don't know if you actually know this but when i started college i was a theater major and I always had a, a dream of living in California and becoming an actress, I guess. So it's interesting how things change, I don't know, or how, you know, that would still be a cool thing to happen. You never, you never know, it could still happen. Like those, um, those memes where it says like, oh, J.K. Rowling was 23 at this and Oprah was 27 at that. It's all true. Like, yeah, you're yeah, I mean, j- I don't know, you fall into this, like, this trap of society where it's like, oh, you're getting too old to do this. Like, no, screw that. You're never too old to do whatever you want, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when Dr. Drew gets ready to retire, my, my dream is to take over his business. That'd be great. Well, boom, it's going to happen. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll call Dr. Drew right now. Like, hey, I need you to retire like yesterday. <laughs> He's like, Chris, why are you calling me? Like, because I want you to retire already. Maybe he needs to like bring on, you know, uh, an apprentice, you know, and really like train me to to take over. I'd be down with that. I would. I'd be down for that too. Let's let's make that happen. Like I said, I'll I'll call him right after this. Be like, hey, (laughs) I need you to need you to train somebody, train your replacement. I'm not saying go away right now. Just go away in a couple years. So. She's very capable. She's nice. She's young, so you know she won't be retiring anytime soon. Exactly. Exactly. Well, for those who don't know, explain who Dr. Drew is. So, I'm not sure what his actual credentials are. I think he's like an actual medical doctor. But so my kind of fascination with him is he used to do celebrity rehab. Anyone remembers that show? Um, and while the show itself was kind of not 
not necessarily a true depiction of um, addiction. It was very, you know, much for TV. Like I've always, that's part of my, my job. I'm very fascinated with folks who are in addiction and helping them get out of it. And so he just seems like a very intelligent man. He knows his stuff and he's compassionate, you know, so even though he's on TV and he's doing all of these things, he still actually cares about the work he does. So he's always been someone from afar that I've kind of admired and really respected. Um, You know, he talks a lot about the research that's out there to help folks and whatnot, so... I remember him from um, the Loveline days on MTV. Uh huh. Yeah. Late 90s. Yeah. He also hosts like the uh, Teen Mom reunion shows now. I randomly saw that at a hotel when I was watching TV. I was like, what? Okay. You're you're watching Teen Mom? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's that's my guilty pleasure. I don't know (laughs) why. I have just been fascinated with that show since it came out. So, and I haven't had cable in my own house for, I don't know, 10 years. But every time I go to hotels while I'm traveling, that is what I watch. Teen Mom and Catfish. Great. Uh, We all have our vices, right? (laughs) Hey, I mean, it could be worse, I guess. True. You could be watching The Bachelor. Like, well, okay, I don't want to say that. Some of my friends watch The Bachelor. I don't want to, like, dog on them for that. But, Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a big reality TV fan, so. No, I mean, there's not much reality TV I like. Like, I've, I never watched the Kardashians or anything like that. I think I watched The Bachelor maybe one season, but only because it was when that um, that pilot who lived in Lantana. Do you remember that? Pilot lived in Lantana? No. Mm-mm. You know, Lantana's over there by, like, Highland Village and Flower Mound and all that stuff. Um and so it was, like, a big deal to have, like, a local celebrity. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. All right. Well, it's, it's, good, it's good to know if I, if I ever, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee this happening, but we'll never know. If, I ever, if I'm ever on a reality TV show, I'm good, it's good to know that you know, you'll watch. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if my friend was on a reality TV show, I would totally watch that. I would, um, back in the day... Like when MTV was doing like Real World and Road Rules, I oh, wanted to be on one of those shows. Yeah. Me too. I remember being like, well, I just have to be 18 to be on that show. And then I can like drink and party and have a cool <laughs> job. And like, oh God. But a part of me is so glad I never was on that show. Oh, no. I, looking back at it now, I'm glad I was never on that either. Like, yeah. you say, you know, like, oh, like, a job like they kind of got rid of the whole job thing in the later seasons oh really so yeah like i i just remember they had an austin season and i watched that and it's like these people never they just partied and drank and it's oh. like okay well it was also kind of fun seeing them getting jobs too <laughs> yeah because they always had the coolest jobs like yeah, let's go exactly. work at a record like label and you know do all of this stuff that you would never get to do in a million years. That's funny how you, you mentioned the record label. I remember that season. It was the uh-huh. uh, New York season. Yeah. 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 That just seems like a cool thing. Like, I don't know. 
that's a bummer that they got rid of the jobs. Apparently, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like yeah, like the, maybe it was just season I watched, but like yeah, they were they weren't working. They're just going out and having fun. It's like nothing, nothing against that, but I always just thought it was cool to see them, you know, work jobs and shit. Yeah. Well, and apparently now they're like releasing a new season, but it's gonna be on like Facebook TV or something. Have you heard of that? Yeah, Facebook Watch. That's the yeah, new like. It's crazy how you mentioned you haven't had cable in ten years. Like cable's slowly becoming. A thing in the past, but it's not really. With all these like streaming stuff, it's pretty much just getting cable again. Like there's Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, uh, like Facebook Watch, YouTube Premium. It's just like Jesus, we're got, we started to cut the cable, but now it's we're just going right back to it. Yeah, I saw something. It, it like had a list of all of the streaming options, and if you were to have all of them, the ad-free versions, you're actually paying more than you were for cable which is funny because that's why people get rid of cable, right? Like I'll just get Netflix or Hulu and then I'm good to go. <laughs> or yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting Peacock now too from NBC, which is a terrible name, but yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually saw an ad on Instagram, I think, where it's like all of the NBC stars like talking about their boss and it was the Peacock, but I didn't I don't think I realized they were like advertising for Oh yeah, they're they're getting ready for the streaming uh, the streaming channel that's coming out. I think next year or the year after. Dang. It's what funny, like I see people make this like big deal about friends in the office leaving, leaving Netflix, but I, I it doesn't bother me because I have the DVDs. It's oh, I just pop in the DVD whenever yeah. I want. Same. Same. Even though, oh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I also like utilize all that stuff while I'm traveling, you know, it's just so easy to like download a few episodes of a show to watch on a plane of whatever, you know? Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I just utilize my, yeah, my streaming channels to, to watch on the plane while I fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or not fall asleep. <laughs> Do you, I mean, do you do you like to travel a lot? Because I I know when I travel, I I hate it all the time. Even though I go, I travel a lot. I always get like the biggest anxiety. So like right before my flight, I I do my normal routine of like I'll get a shot of tequila at the bar, take a beer, and then I'm ready to get on the plane. Yeah. Do you have anxiety about flying? It's not so much flying. It's it's the it's the takeoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeoff is my least favorite part. It's like once I'm like sitting down, I'm like gripping, gripping my seat. But then once we're in the air, I'm, I'm like Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids and Bridesmaids, just like, oh, I'm ready to party. <laughs> you know, that's probably alcohol talking. So yeah, yeah. So traveling has its pros and cons. I think overall, it's not as glamorous as people make it sound. You know, like I think I had some unrealistic expectations walking into this job I was like yeah I'm gonna get to go all over and the traveling part itself sucks like I hate I so I'm a very anxious person too where I have this like irrational fear of missing my flight even though if I did it wouldn't matter you know like I just get on another flight but I like show up at the airport two hours early and then like you know whatever uh, 
yeah. And then just the whole travel. I've had some bad luck recently where traveling home from my wherever I've been, my flights have been delayed or canceled. So that sucks too because then it's like, yeah. I always I always see that like every single flight of yours back home, it's all something always happens. Yeah, it's been it's like the last several trips. It's been every time, and then you know when I go to these little towns and you know, New Hampshire, Vermont, wherever you have to change planes because there's no direct flights. And I try to be aware of like how much time I have in between flights. And then you get a delay and then you're running across airports, which has happened to me several times. So, <laughs> uh, that part is no bueno. Yeah. I, I don't I don't mind layovers, but yeah, if it's like a short like thirty minute layover, it's like oh shit, I gotta like run across the airport to find my terminal and get on the plane. Yeah, depending on what airport you're in too. Like sometimes it doesn't matter; it's literally the next gate over, or it could be like Philadelphia, which is where I've had my issues, and you're running across an entire airport because you landed an A and have to fly out an F in the next twenty minutes. So. I think I've had the worst experiences was at LAX where um, I was flying from San Diego back to Austin and we had this, uh, it's like 45 minutes, a 45 minute layover, but the terminal was in the other side of the, of the airport and you had to like take like the train to get there. You know, I was just like rushing, running, speeding by everybody like, hey, move, move, get out of my way. I gotta, I gotta make my flight. Yeah. At least they had a train but yeah that, that's got lucky on that part but yeah. yeah it's a lot and there's just always there's just always so much stuff happening at airports that you know i don't know i've, I've developed what? a lot of pet peeves i feel like <laughs> oh, yeah, what, what, what crazy stuff have you seen at the airport you know i'm actually shocked by the amount of people that are just so incredibly rude like I shouldn't be surprised by that because people are human, but most people are assholes. It's okay to say. Yeah, people are assholes. Like for example, I don't even remember where I was, but you know, this lady and her husband were flying, and they had booked their tickets separately for some reason, and so they did not have seats together. And then the lady proceeded to yell at the ticket counter woman because she couldn't find them another seat for free. And she's like, ma'am, you booked these separately. Like, I can, there is one seat, or, you know, one option for you guys to sit together, but there is a fee that goes along with that. I can't just give you, because it would have been an upgrade, I guess, not to first class necessarily, but they were, like, in the back of the plane. And they would have been in the front of the plane. I don't know how any of that works, but she was just, like, screaming at this ticket counter lady. It was ridiculous. And then I'm like, no one cares about your troubles. Like, just sit on the damn plane. Or you could have probably asked nicely to switch with whoever was sitting next to your husband or you. They might yeah, have done definitely. it, you know? So I've seen that several times where people are just yelling. You know, it's like retail almost. Like, this person probably has no control over what's happening, but... Yeah, and like I've I've seen that happen too. People yelling at the poor like uh, travel assistant at the at the airport. Like they can't. It's not their fault that like 
this happened or that you screwed up on your ticket. Like, sorry about you, but they're going to do the best that they can. But if they can't do it, then that sucks for you, right? Yeah. And like, really, why do you need to sit next to them on the plane? <laughs> I, I personally just wish no one would talk to me on planes. Right. So. That, I, I wish that I would have like this, like the road myself. That's like my, my perfect <laughs> yeah. scenario. Where it's like, oh, there's no one sitting by me. Oh, perfect. And I can, because I'm six feet tall, I can stretch out my legs and this is awesome. But yeah, no, when I have like people sitting by me, like, okay, I'm feeling like cramped up in here. So yeah, I would, I would prefer, even if I was like married, like, hey, honey, we're not sitting together. Oh, no, that sucks. And my head, like, yes, I can have that. I had the whole road to myself. So <laughs> yeah. Are you a window or an aisle person? I am a I'm a I'm a window person if I can get the road myself, but I'm an aisle person. No, no, I'm a, I'm a window person because I don't want anyone to like get out while I'm like in the aisle way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's always the most annoying. I had to like scrunch up my legs or move to the side for them to just like kind of hop out. Yeah, especially if you're like sleeping. Yeah, oh my god, that's the worst. I'd, I, would, I would get wake up, like, like little tap, excuse me, I need to go. I'm like, okay, here we go. You're like, it's a 30-minute flight, calm down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, we should have left, or should have gone before we left. Yeah. Yeah, I like the window, too. But mainly because I can prop my head up on the wall. And attempt to oh yeah that too I have a little on my little pillow and just be like oh, okay this is comfortable yeah that's funny yeah traveling's interesting now where would you have... where would you want to go next like I know you're going to Vermont but where would you want to go after that um so we just acquired some clinics in New Mexico and I really want to go to Roswell. Oh, it's a storm area 51? Well, not a, no. <laughs> I just want to be abducted. Like, I don't want to storm shit. I just want the mothership to come down and take me. It'd be great. Um, but I hear it's pretty cool. My coworker got to go. Um, and she said that Roswell, and they like really accept all of the alien stuff. They just love it. So, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think where else. I think we're going to be opening something near Seattle soon. So I've never been there. Would like to go. You never to Seattle, really? No. I feel like I, I thought I had been traveled, well traveled, but I have not. <laughs> this job has taught me that. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of places I've never been before. Like I've never yeah. been to New York. You've never. I could have sworn that you've been like when um your brother Chris. When we we're planning out our New York trip, which is happening next week, I could have sworn he's, he'd been there. He's like, nope, never been to New York. I'm like, really? Huh. Yeah. It's always been a place I've wanted to go, but have not been. I've never been to Chicago. Um, where else would I want to go? Have you been to Portland? I've not. Portland would be cool. I've only been to L.A. in California, so I'd like to go literally anywhere else in california oh uh, you gotta go up to uh san francisco and see the see the redwoods yeah we uh we have clinics up there so where they need training i'll be hopping on that have you been to florida i have been to florida we went as a kid once um we went to disney 
world is that which one's in florida yeah it's world and lands in california yeah yeah but i was a kid so i haven't been since i've been an adult oh you're not missing much i i'm not a biggest i'm not the biggest florida fan so you are not missing anything in florida you don't want to be eaten by crocodiles yeah, yeah, that's that's probably it. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just like, it's weird. I was just so bored when I uh, when I went there. There's, I didn't find. There's nothing, nothing to do. Like I went to, I've been to Orlando and Miami, and Miami was okay. It was a little. The city was a little too dirty for me, but yeah, Miami <sighs> seems like a shit show. Oh, it is. It is like, I got some horror stories <laughs> from that trip. <laughs> But I still had, I went with my friends. So we 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 made the best out of it. But yeah, and in Orlando, I went by myself, and yeah, I didn't have a fun time at all. And it sucks too because I'm I'm going to Tampa in April, so yeah. Or, but I'm gonna go with uh with friends, so it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, I hear the beaches are nice there, so I mean, I guess it's bad. Man, I'm not really much of a beach guy. Like I I can't swim, so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I would say avoid Florida. Go, go to um, uh, yeah, go to New York. Yeah, that's what you should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love DC. Like that's one of my favorite places to visit. Oh, it's it's interesting how I've never been to New York, but one day. One day, maybe you should just uh, pack up a trip and go tomorrow. Just say, or go today, screw it. Go today. Go to the airport, like, hey, I want to go to New York, yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm not coming back to work the rest of the week. Yeah, see what, see what happens. See what happens. I mean, probably nothing. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, as long as you go to Vermont on Monday. See, there, there you go. There you go. Look at me giving some bad advice here. I, right. I should be a shrink. Oh no, God! I don't God. know if I'm actually like a shrink, though. Like, I don't give medicine. I feel like people that—that's what they uh, associate with a shrink. What would you consider yourself then? I mean, I think I'm just—I think people know what a therapist is. I'm a therapist. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. I guess people can call me whenever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to out anybody here. But do you have any fun therapist stories? Fun meaning what? Because I probably do. Uh, let's your definition of fun, because yeah, they're just interesting therapy, therapist stories. So, for a while, I worked with teenagers, uh, and so working with parents is interesting because it, I don't even know. It, it's parenting nowadays is just very different than how I was raised I feel like and that makes me sound so old even though I'm not but you know especially affluent parents in my experience they just let their kids do whatever they want and then they're like oh my god they're stealing my Xanax this doesn't make any sense (laughs) so I've had lots of parents yell at me Oh my gosh. But it's like, it's always been one of those things that it's never hurt my feelings because it's just been funny. Because I'm like, no, that's, I guess it's one of those things you have to have like a, a really tough skin for because someone's always going to like yell back at you. Well, I think, yeah, you just have to learn that none of this stuff is ever personal. 
you know, like it might be directed at you, but everyone is going through something or experiencing something that we don't always know about. And we just might happen to be the person that gets the, you know, cherry on top for their shit day. So yeah, that was, that's been interesting. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You mentioned the whole parent thing. Um, yeah. And I'm, this, this makes me sound old too. And I'm obviously not that old either, but like, yeah, like parent, I was parenting today where I, I don't know what it is. Like you see like kids just running around in my head. It's like, man, my parents would never let me do this. They were like, they would keep, they would, if I even like talk back a little bit, I would, they'd be like, they would give me like the face of like death. Like, okay, sorry. Sorry. And then I'll walk away. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as a kid, I used to think that my parents were strict, but then as an adult, I don't, I mean, I don't think they really were, but, yeah, parents nowadays, they just, they just don't, I don't know if they just don't care or if they, you know, this is also going to make me sound like a grandma, but I'm so glad social media did not exist when I was a kid or a teenager because that has just made things so complicated for people nowadays. Oh, no, yeah. Social media has changed everything. Like, it goes goes back to the whole, like, reunion stuff. That's kind of, like, the plus side of it. But, like, the negatives of social media have... There's so many negatives where, like, it's kind of ruined... It's ruined for me, like, watching, like, shows and stuff because everything gets spoiled online right now or, like, everyone's their own own biggest critic and, like, oh, this this sucks or this, this this is going on or... And then, God, social media and dating today, too, is the worst. Yeah, how do you, how do you view that? That's I'm always interested to hear like a male perspective about dating and social media because I think we probably experience a lot of the same, but also a lot of different things. You know, it's uh, it, I don't, it's weird. It's hard to explain because I just miss the days of like you meet somebody in person, you you know, you talk, you you actually like yeah, you actually sit down and talk, and then. That's and that's it. It's simple. It was easy. But now you have like what you have. It's again. It's like the streaming stuff. You have Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Facebook dating. Now it's just which is trash, by the way. <laughs> oh, have you tried it? Well, Christopher and I, we um, we attempted to just see what it was about the other day, and it's trash. Sorry to anyone that likes it, but not a fan. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, there's too many options. And I think, yeah, people aren't even really committed to trying to get to know someone because they could easily swipe right. It's like swipe right culture now. It's like, oh, just just swipe right forever. Here we go. Swipe, 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 swipe. Without without even actually looking at like the profile and stuff. Like I've, I've heard stories of like my friends have dated where they got on like it was like a Bumble date. And like they, they have all their information on their on their profile. Yet the day the the guy was asking them like, oh, what do you do? What's this? What's that? And like, well, it was all there. Didn't you read it? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, obviously not. Yeah, yeah. My my favorite dating experience recently has been um, went out with a guy, and he was very much like, you know, I pride myself in being respectful. And if I'm not interested in someone, I, I don't ghost them. I, I like to communicate and I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then straight up ghosted me. I'm like, really? Like, 
just want to like throat punch you. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> like if you don't like me, cool, whatever. Like there, you're not gonna like find the person you're gonna marry in the first, you know, two hours you spend with someone. But have a little respect. Ugh. Yeah, the whole ghosting thing. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I, I can never do that to somebody. If I don't like them, I'll, I'll just, you know, say, hey, this didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna just like disappear. No, no, I don't. Like, you've got to have some balls to just be like, I'm gonna just block your shit and not talk to you anymore. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> However, on the flip side, people do not take getting rejected very well. You know, you think that if you are open and honest, they would be like, okay, I understand. But then I've had some bad experience with that too. What's the the worst dating experience you've ever had? I don't know i feel like it's all on the same level however i did tell someone i wasn't interested because again i can't bring myself to ghost someone and they freaked out on me they were like calling me a bitch and that i have issues and that how could i lead them on and keep in mind i hadn't even we hadn't even met we had just been talking and i got this really kind of like weird feeling and just decided to end it before it even started um it, yeah and he just kind of went off on me it was interesting yeah no kidding no kidding because the thing is, is like you know we had met but then he was trying to add me on social media which you know like my instagram is public but i'm not gonna like add you to facebook where like my family and stuff is and he just didn't understand i was like i've never even met you dude like calm down so oh how i'm just curious how old was he he was like mm, 36 so he's several like he was older than me so it's not even like i don't not that that's acceptable at any age but i I think that i think that's another like danger about with like all these like apps too it kind of like brings out more of the like crazy people because yeah when you're meeting someone in person you can kind of like you can catch the vibe that they're putting out right away whereas like i'm gonna be talking to this person for a long time i have no idea like Mm -hmm. how they are and then until you meet them and it's like oh oh my god i gotta get away right well and you know especially if you i mean i guess it's a small world in general but if you live in like a small town like denton even if you don't meet someone, you, chances are you'll see them in the the free, the wild. So <laughs> you never know. So I've just kind of sworn it off for now because it's exhausting. So yeah. exhausting. Oh, it's so it's it's so tiring. I'm I'm in this like philosophy where I, listen, if it if it happened to be out and if it happens, it happens. Cool. I'm not yeah. gonna look for anything. And that's and that's, the, that's the best way to do it. So like my my friends. Who've had successful relations, they always tell me, like, listen, it, it always comes when you're not looking for it. So, yeah, which is so cliche. And I hate that it's, but it's true, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's cliche, but it's true. You're like, damn it, why? Yeah, I'm hoping that I'll just meet some like tall, handsome stranger on an airplane during all my travels. All right, like, maybe meet, meet him at the airport bar. Yeah, we bond over watching Mindhunter or something. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, that your favorite show on Netflix right now, Mindhunter? I'm currently binging the crap out of it, yes. 
I, I haven't I haven't seen it, but I've heard like amazing things about it. I, I, if you like true crime stuff, um, then you will enjoy it. And the guy from Glee, isn't it? Which uh, did you watch Glee? I do watch Glee, but there's there's a lot of guys from Glee. Who's the uh, Who's the guy? Oh from Glee? man, <laughs> is it he, Darren? Uh, what's his Darren Chris? No, no, he was the one that dated Leah Michelle's character, and he went to like the rivals high school. Oh crap! What is his name? I think if you saw his face, Hold on. let me IMDb this real quick. <laughs> Oh, Jonathan Groff. Oh, that guy from Glee. See, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what his character's name was on Glee. Well, I mean, his character's name is obviously that guy from Glee. Oh, Jesse. His name is Jesse. Jesse. How many uh, seasons is mine under? Like two or Uh, three? Just two. They just released the second one. I'm still on. I think I'm still on season one. I've been trying to like save it for when I'm on the airplane, so I have something to watch. Have you have you seen Stranger Things? You should watch that. Yeah, my mom and I started it the other day. Um, well, we started season three. Is that what they're on? The new. Yeah, the, the third one just just uh, yeah. debuted like. Yeah. So we um we're two episodes into that. It's kind of strange. Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things. <laughs> um, I'm also watching the newest season of Shameless. That's a good show. Never seen Shameless. Oh, man. It's good. There's there's, there's too much TV out there. Everyone keeps saying, there... nope. Have you watched this? Nope. Yeah. Well, and then I get in this habit of, like, I start something, and then I get distracted by another TV show, and then I don't ever finish it. Like, to this day, I still have not finished Breaking Bad, because... Oh, I, just, I just finished Breaking Bad. I stopped, the, I stopped at the third season, and then I like the movie coming out, and everyone's like, oh, you need to catch up. And it's like, no, I, I will. Just give me give me time. Yeah. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be there for a while. Yeah. So that's my thing. I try. To, I have to like force myself to actually finish stuff because I just get distracted. Yeah. Oh, well, are you watching anything? Am I watching anything right now? Uh, not really. Every all my all my shows are about to come on right are about to come back. Um, yeah, because it's about to be the fall season. Like this is us is coming back tonight. Um. And the gold, the good place comes back on Thursday. Then all my my CW shows will, are gonna have to come back too. So <laughs> yeah, that is the good good thing about the fall is that you get all the new stuff again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it and I feel like a little cheap plug here. If you guys aren't watching This Is Us, you should because it is amazing. Agreed. Agreed. I'm actually I didn't finish the last season. And I still have like three episodes or something left, so I've been binging the crap out of that, too, to catch up. Oh, and then oh, just, like, yeah. sitting in my room sobbing by myself, too. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit that that show has gotten some uh, some waterworks from me, too, so it's okay. I'm surprised you're watching it, since you were never Team Jess. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Alright. 
listen here. Mm-hmm. I Dean. Okay, we're talking about first of all, we're talking about Gilmore Girls. So it's an off another awesome show that people should watch. Okay. And um, don't watch the uh, the revival, the Netflix revival, because. Eh. But Dean, I love Dean and Rory together because I'm a sucker for that first true love. And yeah, so suck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for like, if you w- go back and watch it, they he was kind of mean to her. I mean, I'm not saying that any of her boyfriends were actually good at all, but Team Jess all the way. Oh, God. Okay, well, we can at least admit that we're not Team Logan. Yeah, hell no. Which which makes in slight spoilers for the uh, the Netflix revival, which makes it makes that show even worse. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was an interesting. Did you like the revival at all? Nope. Uh, I I was feeling it until the end. The end kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. Well, and apparently, how the revival ended is how is how the show was going to end. Yeah. yeah. Which. I wonder if that would have made a difference. They probably should have just ended the show like that. But yeah. I, I, I like the way the show ended, where it's like the town is getting together to like send Rory off to like the off to the real world, and yeah. she was like the little girl that grew up, grew up in the town. So this it was like the town giving everything back to her. It was just like this very like hopeful, ex- aspiring ending where it gives, it gives me like, oh, Rory's gonna like take over the world here. And then we get the Netflix show where, like, oh, she's she's struggling. She's having all these issues. Like, oh, that's sad. That, that makes life suck. But it's also real life. True. So I, I can appreciate no. that where I'm like, oh, they're actually depicting what it's like to be an adult and thinking you have your shit together and you really don't. But I, don't, I, I know that's true. But if, but if if anybody could have made it, it would have been Rory Gilmore. True. Gilmore, but, um, true. But she didn't, and then it, it, the way it ends, it's just kind of like, eh. oh, and then this is the, the thing I, I never understood. Lorelai and Luke lived together for eight years, and they never once talked about marriage. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying they had to be married, but to never talk about it was just that's no, that's not realistic. They would have talked about it at least once. Yeah, for real. I mean, if you look at any female, not to gender type anyone, right, but we talk about marriage like every five seconds. So, at least I do. Maybe I'm just crazy. But well, we're, it we're, within we're eight years, yeah, you would have talked about it at least once. And uh, I, I think they were talking about doing another little revival of it that that it wasn't going to be the end. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, but like, no, they should just make it the end because I think if they try to bring another revival, they're just going to be forcing stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you know to kind of put a put an end to this here. What's the? Do you think revivals work? Because I I'm I'm of the opinion that like it's cool to see the old these old shows come back, but it it never quite gets the old magic back. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think of other revivals I've even watched other than like Have you watched uh, Fuller House? That's yep, not I've seen Fuller House. Yeah, it's beyond cheesy. Um, what other revivals are out there? Uh, there's the Will and Grace one. I Roseanne just that. came back, but then I killed her off. It was down to Connors. Um, <laughs> they're bringing back uh, Mad About You, which is weird. What? But... 
Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's just, it's so weird. They're really trying to bring back the 90s, and I don't like it. You know, like, what's it with all these shows that were popular in the 90s? Or, like, fashion? I don't know. Everything is just, they're really trying to bring it back. Oh, and then, like, the, with the Peacock service, they're going to bring back Save by the Bell. It was like, why? Why, why are we doing this? Yeah, because didn't they already make, like, movies about it? They made like, movies, and then they made the, the Save by the Bell new class, which didn't work either. And, like, this, this Save by the Bell is going to be, it's just going to focus on Jesse and Slater. And then Zach is the governor, which I don't know who would have who voted for Zach. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, True that. Oh, man. Well, I, I just think things should just better off be left in the past. So it's like it's yeah, it's cool to come. It's cool to say, oh, we're gonna bring this back. But then when you actually see it, it's like, oh, oh no, that's kind of like my thing with like Arrested Development. It's like, oh, this is awesome. Arrested Development's coming back. But then the two the, when they brought what when they brought it back, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. Why do you think they do that? Just to give people more? Just know. it's just to like kind of get on their nostalgia just mm-hmm. go through their nostalgic feelings it's like them bringing back their talk between the office reboot it's like yeah this would be and i and i'm i'm falling for that too it's like oh my god this would be cool but when that first episode comes i just know it's not going to be the same same thing yeah well, it's like yeah now that we're talking about it they tried to do that spin off of pretty little liars and that was not good at all and i loved pretty little liars But but then on the flip side, stuff like, I mean, I guess it's because it's a movie. It, maybe it make maybe it's easier. But like, when you see like Star Wars or, um, oh my God, they're bringing some old other old stuff back too. But um, oh, like like Rambo as well too. Like you, when you bring back all these old movies, it's it's working. So I don't know what what it is about the movies compared to television. Why why movies are more successful? Well, I wonder if it's just because it's a shorter amount of time. You know, like you could fit something into a two-hour time frame, you know, make it feel nostalgic and updated. But when you have to do eight, ten-plus episodes, uh, that's a lot of... I feel like a lot of filler, you know? Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense, because, yeah, like... No, yeah, you're right, because, the, like, especially with Fuller House, like, that first episode, it's awesome. Cause mm-hmm. It's, like, it's them reuniting. It's, like, the it's the finale they never got to have. Yeah. But then we're stuck with four, like four more seasons of this. Like, okay, let's let's move on here. Yeah, I can't believe it got signed on for so many seasons. I'm I'm surprised. I mean, this is going to be they're doing the last season, but I'm surprised that it's lasted this long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no, like one of wrong. the few one of the I've few Netflix shows more than like three seasons. It's like wow. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I've been watching it. I just like also like a train wreck in some ways where you're like, oh, this is so cheesy. Like, do they really enjoy being this cheesy? Uh, have you looked at their Instagram? The answer is yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Touche. Well, I mean, this season kind of has a hook of the whole are they going to kill off Aunt Becky? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And see, I hate. To when they just have to like randomly kill off people, you know. I mean, I can, it's understandable if they actually pass away, but you know, when they like get fired and then they just have to have this dramatic 
thing that doesn't necessarily fit with the storyline, that's always frustrating. Yeah, it's kind of a cheap, lazy way to kind of write them off. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm a professional in any way, but as a viewer. Okay, well, let me give you this uh, this challenge here. How yeah. would you write off Aunt Becky? Man, what, what's the last thing that even happened with Aunt Becky in the show? Because I haven't um, played a season. Technically, she and Jesse just adopted that kid, and her and Danny got back Wake Up San Francisco. I think that's it. Well, she's still, I mean, I guess in some ways, they haven't really been on the show a lot. So they could just talk about her, but just never show her. You know, and like, even if Jesse came to visit, they could be like, oh, and Becky's taking care of the baby. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. You know, that makes more sense. Like, she's busy with the show and busy with the, the kid versus like. Just have her fall down a bunch of stairs or something, you know. Jeez, that'd be a very dark opening for that season. Like, <laughs> oh, we're, at, we're, at Aunt, we're at Aunt Becky's funeral. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that would not fit the theme at all. No, and then, like two episodes later, they're just they're just having jokes and laughing. Like, oh my god, your aunt, your aunt just died two episodes ago. They're like, yeah, but it's been like six months. That's cool. Still, there's still not enough time. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. Oh, all right, Ashlyn. Thanks for being on for about an hour. I loved talking with you and yeah. kind of shooting the shit here. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, we're, we'll put yourself over. Where can people find you? Where can people find me? Yeah, on like social media and stuff. Like the, the thing that we were bashing earlier. Where can people find you? Oh, I would say I'm like most. I really like Instagram. So it's. Ashlyn R is love. You want to like follow me and watch my shenanigans? I'm only kind of cool, so. Oh, stop! Is only kind of. You are cool. <laughs> now I'm so cool. And you have fun shenanigans to watch, so. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you have your you have your own uh, podcast too, right? Oh man, yeah. Well, I started a podcast, and then. I didn't really like how I was doing it. I was doing like YouTube videos off my phone um, because I'm not tech savvy, but I need to figure out how to like record and just do podcasts like this. So I kind of like what you're doing Um, and then like invite people on and stuff. I don't know. I feel like I I got started and then I, I kind of started second guessing myself. So I haven't done another episode, but I need to. Yeah, I said go for it. Yeah. Go for it. And if you need, I can always be on there and I can, instead of being so vague, I can actually give you full answers about myself on there as opposed to my own show. So. Hey, then it's a date. We'll uh, we'll schedule something. All right. It sounds good. All right. Well, well I hope you guys good. have fun in New York. Oh, God, we will. And actually, that's a little preview for next week. Um, Next week, I'm going to bring on your brother, Christopher Riley, on here. And we're going to talk about our our New York trip, what we're going to do. We're also going to talk a little bit about Joker and Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad and now all this Batman stuff. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to being on your show. What, what's the name of your show? Kiss My Ash. Kiss My Ash. That's a clever title. <laughs> I love it. 
yeah, we'll get All right. Well, you guys can also follow me on Twitter at the Chris Lemchi and on Instagram at the Chris Crusade. And this podcast is now available on YouTube, Podbeam, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and soon to be on iTunes as well. So, cool. Well, it's been a pleasure, friend. It's been an absolute blast. Um, All right. Well, have fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. And hey, that's a wrap.